What is going on, everybody? So this is the second time we're recording this. I we tried to record this last night, uh, and my power went out, and it didn't come back on for like three or four hours, apparently. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but what we're gonna do is we talked about like thirty or forty minutes on some Snyder stuff and some other things. We're gonna condense that down because we have a lot of comics we're gonna talk about. So uh, Clay's gonna give you the rundown of the latest Snyder stuff yeah, right now. So I mean, other than the fact that of course it is you know released or not released yet, but announced anyway. Um, the uh, head of HBO Max talked on a podcast about the budget, uh, kind of being a little personal about it, uh, not giving out the exact number. Uh, but when the host of said podcast said, oh, I heard something between 20 to 30 million, the head of HBO Max said, oh, God, I wish it was only 30 million. So that's like the biggest thing that everybody's kind of grasping right now. Uh, and... Mm -hmm. With that, you know, the the push for for releasing other cuts, uh, which is a big one that we're going to be talking about today because something new just popped up today uh, regarding our recording that yeah. we tried to do last night, is David Ayer's cut. Um, we also talked about how uh, it can almost be said that David Ayer's cut was fucked with more than ju uh, uh, Zack's Justice League because of the backlash yeah. of Batman v Superman, um, this man deserves a cut, just like uh, we talked about at work. And he's been mm. kind of cheeky with some of the pictures that he's been posting lately. He's been very verbal on Twitter. But he posted something today that I actually sent you, uh, Juice, yeah. this morning. Uh, it has some yeah. sort of logo, kind of just like diagram showing different things that are i guess in his way like showing the rel relevance of what would be in his cut and yeah it says david Ayer's suicide squad and it shows like arrows it shows the word argus it has like it has all the symbols for every character too i yeah. just noticed that uh it has like so. the da vinci code uh human the the perfect human di yeah. diagram uh so this is big. I don't get the arrows, though. Um, the arrows? The arrows. What could the arrows be? I don't know. I'm... Because nobody had a bow and arrow in that yeah, squad. Unless there was, like, a uh, weird cameo. Or unless it had something to do yeah. with... Uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 who's who's the Ooh. dude that gets his head blown off? Oh, no, but there's a noose on there already. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Slipknot? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, there's a noose okay. on there. Um, but yeah, anyways, yeah, so he dropped this crazy thing. It's uh, it's that photo with the song Heathens, which was the most popular song pilots. from Suicide yeah. Squad um, on there. And uh, I, although a lot of people like that Rick Ross song just because Jared Leto was in the video. But um, yeah, so uh, in the, the uh, you know, Batman News Weekly Director's Cut episode 42, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we ta I talked about how I'm more excited for Suicide Squad than uh Zack Snyder's just because uh like Clay had mentioned you could argue that you know some of Snyder's footage was actually used in you know the Justice League and it was just like change the colors got changed body body blah, blah, blah there's probably a lot of it there and you know what maybe they used the big action scenes because they already filmed that you could argue that but David Ayers looks so dramatically different from the first one to the Bohemian Rhapsody one and you don't see any of that Joker stuff in his in in the theatrical release yeah. 
and I'm not too sure, and I don't know if you sent this to me or if I saw it on my own, but there was a guy talking about how he had saw a cut before the theatrical release that was vastly different. He said he didn't think it was Ayer's cut, but he said it was vastly I different did not than what he saw I did not share that with you. That has been making its rounds again with this whole big push for yeah. Ayer's cut. Um, it was, yeah. I believe, shared, liked, and even commented by David Ayer on Twitter. So, yeah, and I think that's where yeah. I saw it. Yeah, and so this guy was just saying how, and somebody, a fan asked him, they're like, what was different? He was like, there was a cohesive story, there was more like Harley or something like that. He said there was just so much more and the villain yeah. was great or something like that. Something like that. It was just, it made you want to see that film. It's it's what, you know, the people like the Momoas and the people that actually saw the Snyder Cut before were saying about the Snyder exactly. Cut. So, um, and I think... David Ayer did not confirm nor deny which one he saw because this guy was like, I don't think I saw the Ayer cut, but I saw one. He's like, but I could tell you if David Ayer has one, it's amazing. So, and again, I argued on the the yesterday's podcast that we tried to film that Ayer before Suicide Squad had a fantastic lineup of films. Like, he had some good stuff. Fury was amazing. The character development in Fury was great. The way it was shot was great. That's why I was so excited for Suicide Squad. And then, you know, you could argue with Suicide Squad, then Bright. I don't know if anybody ever saw Bright. It wasn't the best It's on my list. Love the concept. It's on my list to watch. I love the concept of it because it was so, like, modern day stuff with fantasy in it. So I was like, all right. But it came down to, like, you know, it was... It was like, I don't know, everybody said there was a lot of racial undertones of it and stuff like that. The film, for what it was, I thought it was cool, but it wasn't great. And I'm just like, damn, that's two duds in a row. And that kind of usually kills you as a yeah. director if you have, like, two bad things in a row. Granted, everybody forgets Suicide Squad almost made $800 million. And it won so, an Oscar. Yeah, it, it won a freaking Oscar. But, and I wonder if that's, like, I mean, still, I don't think Oscars see different cuts of films. Uh, I'm pretty sure they saw the theatrical release, and it's still won for yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I want to, I've always said I've wanted to see the Joker stuff because from what we got, Jared Leto's Joker was not great. Everybody says he's the worst, but I don't think we saw the best of his character. No, like, and it's why he teased that the end of the movie was not a fight Mm -hmm. for, it it wasn't a fight against Enchantress. It was a confrontation between Joker, Harley and Enchantress. And he was using, yeah. like, Harley as, like, a, hey, if you don't give me this, then I'll kill Harley. And he was, like, showing yeah. how, like, he does and doesn't care about Harley. He uses that manipulation with her. And, yeah. like, everybody talks about, oh, you know, that relationship is bad. We we don't need to see it. But I will argue that we kind of need to see it to mm-hmm. still keep Birds of Prey in continuity and actually see why she needed to cut ties with him. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. One, you know, unfortunately, again, I think that's another... So, this is a side note from this, but everybody is assuming, and there are reports starting to come out, that uh, Henry Cavill might be coming back in a cameo role for Superman. Yes. Uh, whether that be in... Ch- what From what I've read is it's either Shazam or Aquaman. It has to be something that he's been in involved with other characters mm-hmm. so they're kind of saying that's what they're saying they're saying it won't be wonder woman or it won't be um because that's already filmed and it won't be uh at black yeah. adam from yeah. what i read 
Um, so he might come back in a cameo role, and I don't know what his schedule is, and I don't know if they're like, all right, we can fit you in for like a week or two in a cameo role. But um, and I saw another headline saying that he might be the Incredible Hulk of the DCEU, where yeah. he just he's an extra character. So whatever. But some people are saying that this might be happening because the Snyder Cut is going to you know bring him back into the limelight. Well, at that same time, then you could argue that if we get Ares cut, it might bring Leto back into the limelight yeah. to be the Joker again. And, you know, depending on whatever, you know, uh, Matt Reeves is going to do, if they were to wait till the second or third film to bring in the Joker, I say it should be the trilogy because I think you should always end with the best character. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe Leto comes in and he fights that, that Batman and we have Leto versus Pattinson, which I think would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, we don't know what's going to happen with the universe, if they're going to, you know, multiverse, whatever, whatever. But if you could, you know, save the DCEU by just recasting Batman and that's it, I think that's dope. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I want to see what happens with Suicide Squad. So I'm definitely excited to see if the air cut will ever see the light of day because I feel like that movie meant was meant to be drastically different. And um yeah, I don't know. So that's uh, it's 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 a weird time right now, you know what I mean. To, um, but I think once the air cut comes out, I think that that's it. There's no other DCEU movies that need to be yeah no no. Shown you know we <laughs> you made the uh, the joke on our Discord uh, saying that yeah. everybody could see the Patty Jenkins cut and the uh, yeah. the uh, uh, James Wan cuts cut. right now if you really wanted to mm-hmm. and even it's so it's so funny uh the voice actor for uh Riddler from the animated series and of course he played uh the uh Mark Strong's father in Shazam he yeah. heard all this news about Henry uh, Cavill and he tweeted at the uh david sandberg and he was like hey now that he's coming back can we refilm the cameo so we can actually see henry's face uh and i thought that was kind of cool uh if you don't know Mm -hmm. uh i I, what is john something i i keep forgetting his last name uh he uh he he played uh lex luther's father and yeah yeah. uh but he on smallville he he played lex lex luther's father he's actually a really big nerd uh, he's he's yeah. kind of you know he he jumps into the mix of fandoms and everything else. He even offered to be a part of uh, the Crisis event on CW. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But you know yeah. he he actually made that offer or he made that suggestion. I don't think they would go as far as doing that uh, for Shazam or mm-hmm. anything else. But well, the kids are older yeah, now, too. A, a lot older. Uh, but yeah. I I genuinely think. With David Ayer's cut, uh, jumping into the mix here, uh, you know, like you said, in that director's cut of uh, last night's recording, I said mm-hmm. David Ayer's Suicide Squad, if made into a series on HBO Max, can be counted as a season one to the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, because yeah. even uh, freaking Ayer said that there was going to be Easter eggs that kind of added to what were what was to come in justice league so i think that is Mm -hmm. pretty cool uh i'm getting really excited that he is being able to do things like this and hopefully we can start seeing maybe a teaser trailer or a trailer or of course even an announcement before we get to see all that stuff yeah because some people are assuming that it's 
he said there's minimal stuff that needs to be done, and I don't know if it's just editing, like maybe the audio stuff and all that kind of jazz, um, or if he had like a scene that still needed to be filmed or whatever. Like I don't, I don't know the extent of his, but it doesn't seem like his is Zack Snyder esque. Like they need thirty million dollars to finish it. Um, so uh, you know, I, I'm hoping it sees the light of day because, like I said, that was the most intriguing one for me because I, I don't know if we saw all the Batman stuff either. Um, I don't know if Batman played a bigger role in capturing a lot of them. Um, I don't know if, because if I'm not mistaken too, there might have been a little bit more of Slipknot in Air's run because there was supposed to be something about like, you know, because his big thing was like he like raped people and murdered them yeah. and shit like that. And that's why he was in there. So I don't know if that was part of it because like Slipknot was just, you see him get out of a car and you see him take your blood. <laughs> basically. Off. Like that's all, basically. that's all that happens with him. And but that guy was doing the rounds of the movies, like so. I don't know if he was a bigger part too. So uh, I'm very curious. Oh, to that see. was true. He was a and, big part of the of the tour. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I really want to see a lot more stuff. I want to see if Killer Croc had like a better role. And I'm really hoping Diablo had something better stuff. I did think the end, like Royal Family, was kind of cheesy. So I don't know if that was something that was forced in there later. Um, but I would really like to see the relationship between Harley and Joker because Air has said that there was enough Harley Quinn and Joker footage for its own movie. So I want to see what that was all about. Yeah. Maybe Margot Robbie said that. I'm not too sure. One of them said it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So we'll just, you know, we'll keep you updated on that. Cause it seems like we get more information on that than we do the Batman game, <laughs> which we're still on that freaking well, yeah, watch. Uh, which the- again, we are on watch for mm-hmm. a possible playstation 5 reveal uh sometime as early as next week is from what a few articles that i've heard uh and some people have also said that there has been some uh either footage or pictures or concept art of the batman game uh that Mm -hmm. officials have seen nothing that has been leaked Mm -hmm. so who knows who well, we still have those those scoopers that said they saw yeah. stuff. Uh, you know, the Casey Walshes and those guys that run Geeks Worldwide yeah. or whatever. Uh, they said they saw some. They're like, you guys aren't ready. Uh, and then nothing ever came out. So I don't know what they saw. Um, but anyways, so yeah, we're, you know, we'll keep you updated on this Snyder air cut, you know, League, Justice League, Zach, all that jazz for, you know, as we get the information. But another thing that came out that we talked about uh, on our Director's Cut podcast yesterday um, was Ruby Rose finally spoke out about, um, you know, her leaving Batwoman. And so I'm just going to go ahead and read it again. This is what she said on Instagram. Thank you, everyone, for coming on this journey. If I mentioned you, it would be 1,000 tags. But thank you to the cast, crew, producers, and studio. It wasn't an easy decision. It wasn't an easy decision for those who know. No, I didn't want to acknowledge everyone involved on how big it was for the TV and for our community. I stayed silent because that is my choice for now. But uh, no, I adore you all. Uh, next season will be amazing. Uh, hangs up the cow or the cape and cow. Uh, so yeah, this. Do you think she ever comes out I, and says? I it don't think so. I. But no, I, you know it. You kind of have to question you know she didn't have to put that part where it says you know she 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 said i stayed quiet because that was my choice for now i yeah i think that means a little something more but i don't think Mm -hmm. that she'll come out and say anything yeah she's not 
a superstar. She is, I think, in the modeling-esque because she is very mm-hmm. gorgeous. And I think that's what a lot of – the first time I ever, ever heard about Ruby Rose was my guy friend saying, yeah, my chick's got a crush on Ruby Rose. And that's the first thing. I was like, who the fuck's Ruby Rose? And everybody's all like, oh, it's this chick from Orange is the New Black. And I was just like, I've never saw, seen that show, so whatever. Um, and then I saw her in John yeah. Wick. And then um, I think she was in that stupid Triple X Part 2 movie or Part 3 the, when v, Vin Diesel oh, came yikes, back. Really? I think she was in that. Um, or she was in something with Vin Diesel, wow. I think. And it, it looked awful, um, <clears throat> like they all do, <laughs> except for Fast and the Furious. Those are great. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so – and then she got the role of Batwoman. And so – and I didn't think she was that bad. There were definitely some cheesy moments. I tried to start watching that season last night, but for some reason – HBO Max was like, you can't use cellular data. And then I put it the option on, and it still didn't work when I didn't have my internet. And I was like, that's, um, dumb. that's weird. So I don't know. I don't know if that's just my phone or if that has happened to other people. But anyways, yeah. So I I don't know. I think – Because here's the thing. Here, other people here's, did report Here's the it. honest truth. Now, mm-hmm. of course, whenever she was announced, there was people on both sides – you know, yay, we get somebody from LGBTQ, you know, going into the role and others talking about her acting career. Now, yeah. I think other than the fact that she didn't like the hours of a lead character for the CW shows, mm-hmm. I think the only possible thing, which I feel like she would talk about because of how big of a push there is for equal rights and, you know, equal pay, equal whatever is if somebody was harassing her for her sexual orientation. I think that is the only thing. Now, I feel like that would come out, though. But that's that's what I was going to say. I feel like if that would have happened, she would have definitely said Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. And I also think, like, that is clicks. So anybody that had been around that would have posted that. They're like, oh, she's leaving because of this. And then... WB or CW would have been like, no, 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 no. we're going to fire everybody and we want you back. Like, that's yeah. what would happen because they don't want to get that whole uproar going I, on. If, it, correct um, me if I'm wrong. Wasn't there like one or two people connected to the DCCW when the Me Too movement was at its peak? I want to say that there was. Uh, well, yeah, what's his name was uh, the CEO that uh, pushed Justice League was involved in one of those. Because he, it wasn't like, he, he basically used his power to... No, dealing uh, with, you know, have like, directly with the... Me Too physically? No, no, no uh, directing, like, he wasn't directing, dealing with CW, like, directly. Uh-huh. Not necessarily WB, but CW. Like, just that, like, the writer's room. I think oh, it was I somebody know. in the writer's room of everything, or producers, or something like that, uh, that was in sure. kind of, like, the mix. And that is why mm-hmm. uh, your favorite Black Canary... Uh, wasn't uh, was very hesitant about coming back. I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. That's what. Uh, I'm yeah. not too sure. I don't know anything on that, so I can't comment on that particularly. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, the Me Too thing is was definitely huge. But I that with that being there, I feel like those kind of stories come out yeah. immediately. Um, we've seen it in recent years too that that was the reason why uh or we saw supergirl come out and talk about stuff like that she had a very emotional thing yeah whatever that was the cause for her divorce i'm mm-hmm. assuming um and uh you know she's now having a kid with uh monel um which was very yeah. crazy um which i don't still don't see why he left the show but uh it's whatever 
Um, but a lot of people didn't like that relationship, surprisingly. I don't know why. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Um, uh, anyways, that's a different different topic. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think Ruby. I think Ruby Rose is trying to just save herself at this moment um, because she probably. If she didn't like the hours, then people are automatically kind of like we are. We're like, come on, man. Like, that's kind of bullshit. Like, you have a cushy-ass job. Yeah. Not saying it's not I hard, just, I but just it's think still cushy. that, like, she may have seen herself as, like, a rock star being a lead. Yeah. And being able mm-hmm. to do whatever she wants. And then when she noticed how much work she has to put into it, I think she was yeah. like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, because remember, Orange is the New Black is what, like less than 15 episodes? less than 15 episodes i don't think she because she wasn't the lead she wasn't a main yeah, she wasn't yeah. the main and mm-hmm. those productions are vastly different than something that is yeah. still on the nine to five 22 episode you know show yeah so because they're filming those like so when you're they probably knock out what like six or seven in advance yeah. And then they're still filming the season while it's yeah. going on. Because that's how I did it as a reviewer. I'm like, oh, they're filming episode 15 right now, and we're on episode yeah. 9. So, like, yeah, those things are getting filmed constantly. So, I – and I know Netflix will, like, we're shooting all over ne- – during the summer. Like, that's kind of what they do mm-hmm. or whatever. So, because um, that's how Stranger Things is. Like, it's just like, all right, we'll start in March, and we'll end in, you know, July or whatever. So, uh, yeah, maybe she just didn't like the year-around constant thing, but – I don't know. So I think this is just her quick thing to kind of put an end to it. And, uh, yeah, I don't think she comes out and says anything. So, uh, you know, we'll just go from there. I just hope we get a new cast soon. And yeah. See what's uh, happen. I will, you know, just because we did uh, mention it when this whole thing broke, uh, Wallace Day, uh, she is very well known mm-hmm. as a supporting character in Krypton. Uh, we talked about how she was kind of like the... Uh, I guess the fans choice to uh, be the next Batwoman. She has acknowledged her yeah. fans on Twitter and she said she, that she has read every Batwoman tweet. Uh, and she said, regardless mm-hmm. of what happens, uh, just know that I am reading these and I thank you very much for thinking of me in that way. So, you know, yeah. I don't know if there's ever going to be talks for that, uh, but I would very much mm-hmm. enjoy it. She's a really cool, badass actress. So I, w- I would be okay with it. Yeah. Nice. All right, hold up real quick. Uh, I'll edit this out at 22 minutes. My mom's asking if I want some food. No, dude, I'm going to have to edit Uh, some stuff out because I don't know if you heard, there was a fucking graduation just outside and they blasted the graduation music outside. Oh, I didn't hear Oh, yeah, no, it it, it showed up on my thing, so I'm going to have to edit it. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, cool. Um, I got to text my dad is what my mom's saying. I literally just ate, but I want to get some food for during the stream. Uh, let's see. Can you get me a box? Okay. Get me a box combo. Damn canes. Well, that's what my family loves canes, dude. <laughs> I can't believe it's raining right now, bro. Dude, it has rained so, so dude, much have... and I don't know where it's coming from. I need to watch the yeah, news more. I, mean, I think we need it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I had such shitty sleep, bro. I was like, dude, I just texted Adrian. I was like, dude, can you see if I can just stay home today? Because Andrew told me yesterday. It's like, if you want to stay home tomorrow, you know, whatever. I was like, all right. So I just nice. texted uh, Adrian. I was like, all right. Uh, but anyways, okay. All right, guys. So that's, uh, okay. All 
All right, so moving on from there, we're actually going to go ahead and jump into comics. I don't think we have anything else, right? Uh, nope. Was there the Snyder Cut, that... David Ayer, and then Batwoman yeah. was really the only entertainment stuff that, you know, still yeah, okay. still so slow on news because a... of this whole pandemic thing. Yeah, for sure. We have no update on the Batman at all. Granted, I know we mentioned it a little bit in the uh, Director's Cut podcast yesterday that, um, you know, people are getting up in arms like, Ben's coming back. Yeah. Um, which we don't think that's going to happen. We're not in that camp. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see what Pattinson's Batman is going exactly. to be. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, it's whatever, but you know what, if Ben wants to come back and do something on HBO, whether that be a series or whatever, I'm for that. I don't know if I want to see him in the suit anymore. Uh, I wouldn't mind him directing cause I think he's a fantastic director. Um, but you know, whatever we'll go, we'll go. It, honestly, honestly. Just give fucking Zack Snyder a Batman movie. Because that's what he yeah. wants. I feel like that's what Batman v <laughs> Superman was. He was like, uh, I'm going to use Superman <laughs> as a way to make a Batman movie. So, like, just give him a fucking Batman movie. Let let him direct Ben's script. Because that way you don't have to worry about story. You let yeah. Ben do it. And you let him do a younger Batman story, whatever. I can see I don't that. Care. So... Anyways, um, we're going to go on to comics. So the way it's going to work is we got a lot of new stuff because we are slowly starting to get comics in over the weeks. Uh, we should be pretty much back to normal f- starting this n- the next podcast because we'll have the Catwoman anniversary, then we'll have Joker anniversary, and then Batman should be coming as back. As well as Death So Metal. we should be back. So that's going to be the start of the next yeah. big event. Yeah, so we will be back on our normal comics, but one thing we wanted to cover last week, but the Snyder Cut thing happened, so we nixed it and we pushed it to this week, was we wanted to cover a big event called Identity Crisis, and this had a, it had more of an impact than I thought it was going to have. So we're going to go ahead and talk about that right now, and then we're going to talk about the newer comics like Suicide Squad and a lot of the digital firsts uh, that came out this week, because some of them are really good. Um, but we're going to go ahead and talk about Identity Crisis. And, uh, Clay, do you want to give a rundown of what this is exactly? Yeah, so I can't remember when it was published. I think it was right... It had to have been early, yeah, 2000s, early 2000s because that's when the Catwoman early run was Early 2000s, on. and I believe it was before Infinite Crisis. I believe. Yes, it was. It was before Infinite it was. Crisis. Uh, it led into it. it. Uh, you hear that some heroes are not there, uh... And, uh, just due to like, just, you know, comic book continuity deaths and all that. But, uh, this, I will say, I think we will go ahead and say it now. Um, there is a small trigger warning for this book. There is, uh, it talks about a very, 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 uh, serious, uh, topic that a lot of people don't like to read in comics, but. We will talk about it here just because it's a very important part of the story. But uh, there is a death in this book, and we will talk about that person's death here in a second. But this person's death is very close to the DC heroes, uh, specifically the Justice League. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there is a huge investigation uh, which ties into multiple things that are going on at the time as far as villains. And it kind of turns into this jumbled mess it really does there's and not as a not mess as in bad writing but mess as in like holy crap there's a lot going on yeah uh it divides the justice it League, really basically. does it, it divides the justice league and uh the really cool thing here is that it it deals with a very harsh 
subject, but there's a lot of real emotion in regards of the subject yeah. matter, uh, in regards to the uh, actions that took place after, and the events that happened during this big event. Uh, we learn about new characters, and we, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we learn about the because of course the last issue has the big epiphany of who the murderer is. This is a murder mystery book. Uh, yeah. If you one, if too, you had read actually. recent comics, Heroes in Crisis is kind of like at that same level of not necessarily mm -hmm. a huge crisis event because the big thing about the big two, Marvel and DC, Marvel has their, uh, what is it called? Uh, gosh, it's not crisis. It's, uh, shit. Oh, Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. That's what it is. Uh, Marvel has their Secret mm -hmm. Wars, and they have been there has been several, and DC has their crises, uh, and we've had several at DC. So this was one of the smaller ones, but it still had a huge impact. So the very beginning of this book, you learn that uh, Ralph is it Ralph Dipney, I believe it. Oh uh, yeah, Ralph, Ralph. Dipney. Yeah. Uh, you. Elongated the elongated man. Yeah. man. You learn that he no longer really has a secret identity. Uh, he mm -hmm. is, I think, the only hero that is kind of open about who he is, uh, you know, out of the costume. And because of that, of course, his wife was in the limelight as well. Uh, but the big opening scene here is that uh, elongated man is on patrol. And they hear gunshots over, you know, this, you know, the, it's in an alleyway. There's something going down. And so they go towards it. And at that same time, uh, Sue Dipney calls yeah. and she has somebody in her house. Somebody, there is an intruder and you quickly find out she is murdered. And the crazy yeah. thing is within the first, I would think like 10 pages of the murder you see whoever it is, you, you don't know who it is yet, freaking just yeah. torches the entire thing. So there is not going to be yeah. anything left. Um, I want to know, at this opening scene, because it gets to a point where you get Elongated Man uh, flown to his house, and then you see him mm -hmm. kind of just weeping over uh, her dead body. Yeah. At this point, this is kind of the cold open what did you think? What did you think going into this at this point? So I remember, I I want to say it was you that told me about this a long time ago in the mm -hmm. comic shop. <clears throat> I had already forgot a majority of that, to be <laughs> honest. Um, uh, because, like, I remember I completely forgot it had to do with such a serious subject uh -huh. matter. But I knew it had to do with, like, wiping and doing, like, very questionable things that heroes shouldn't do. I remember that being uh -huh. the biggest thing. But yeah, when this happened, I was all like, I was like, oh shit. Um, I wasn't too, wasn't too like shocked by it because I kind of already knew what was happening. I was expecting the rest mm -hmm. of the stuff to see where yeah. it went through. But uh, I didn't know that uh, she was gonna be a mother. Yeah. Right? So that was kind of gangster. So I was just like, oh shit. And also like I don't know much about Elongated Man, so I'm not really connected to the uh -huh. character. So I was like, all right. I felt like this was kind of like a Tom King right now, where he they're taking a character that's not used a lot to make something very dramatic in a story. Um, but yeah, so it goes from there, and we find out that everybody and their mom in the Justice League is being called. 
like, hey, Sue's just been Sue just died or this and that, and everybody's like, we gotta go, we gotta go. You see Black Lightning with Tatsu, um, which have they always been a thing? I I thought that was just something that was happening in Outsiders. I didn't remember that at all. Uh, I yeah. I had yeah. I had looked so over they're, they're at a bar. I had together. looked over the uh, these six issues last night right before we started recording yeah. our our you know our now scrapped uh, episode. Yeah, but I noticed that as well, and I was like, huh. I don't know if they are like together together or is it just the fact that they yeah. are outsiders because they've always been outsiders. Yeah. But as far as anything yeah. intimate, I can't remember to be completely honest. Yeah. Because the the creator of Black Lightning went off oh, recently he is so saying that, like, mad. oh, so and so. Yeah, he was like, so and so would never love anybody yeah. else. And I'm like, I was like, why wouldn't they though? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's called, yeah. it's whatever. Uh, you got to, if you guys ever want to get into comics, realize that if you ever sell it and you're no longer in control of it, kiss all your stuff goodbye because they will constantly be changed. Um, but anyway, so everybody and their mom gets uh, told about this and the whole Justice League goes to Dibney's apartment and they like do the most detective-y shit possible, but they can't find a trace. If Batman can't find something, it's GG. And the really cool anything. thing about this is whenever Dibney kind of went into the limelight you know, showing who he was as elongated man to the public, mm-hmm. they made it a point to completely secure. And they even say it's not just Dipney. It is everybody's household that is completely yeah. barricaded and secured, almost like their mm-hmm. own Batcave. And yeah. so that is why everybody's super confused as of what happened to Sue. Now, I do want to say the really cool thing about... Uh, this funeral moment is you get this gorgeous, you know, splash page of, you know, everybody sitting in their seats. This showed how, you know, important, like, even the family members of the Justice League were. And they really treated themselves yeah. as a unit, as a family. And so I really like that aspect. Uh, but after this funeral, there seems to be some sort of whispers with other heroes Mm -hmm. and you're like oh what the hell's going on uh and elongated man immediately comes to an accusation to dr light that is how the first issue ends Mm -hmm. and then at the uh second issue i believe you learn about the power pact between green arrow green lantern canary Zatanna, Hawkman, and I believe Barry. Adam. Yeah, Barry. Barry, Because Adam and Barry. So right now, Mm -hmm. during Identity Crisis, Barry is still dead from the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Right now, Wally Mm -hmm. is the Flash. And so he is quickly built, uh, kind of pulled into this, and he does not feel all that great about it. Uh, when he learns yeah. what happens. Cause what, yeah. Because what happens is after the accusation happens, the Justice League and the Justice Society, the t- Teen Titans, everybody's on board for this. And everybody goes after one hero to try to find them or trying to get information about who did this. Um, and then, well, uh, if I'm not mistaken, everybody leaves to go try to find information. And then it's those six or seven people that are like, we know who did yeah. this, right? And then that's when Dibney's like, it's Dr. Light. And what happens is Wally is like, 
he stumbles upon this because he phases into the room and he heard them talking. Yeah. And he's all like, did you guys not think that we wouldn't notice y'all stayed behind when we all went out to go find mm-hmm. people? And so, like, that's what happens. And then um, I'm forgetting the Green Lantern's name right Kyle. now. Um, Kyle. Kyle's there with him. And so there's, like, this kind of a little standoff because Wally's like, what the hell? Barry would never agree to this. And what happens is, which we didn't talk about what they would agree to, is that uh, – shit, how do you want to jump into the why they so, did this? So <laughs> when, of course – Dipney and Sue became a little bit more of the public eye. Every now and again, Sue Dipney would go to the Watchtower. You know, just on occasion, waiting for Elongani to be there. And then they would both leave. Kind of just like, hey, I'm going to meet you at your work. And then we're going to go get lunch. Or, hey, we're going to go home for the night type of thing. Like any married couple would. Mm -hmm. But Dr. Light, one occasion found out how to get into the watchtower uh and of course the only person that was there was sue uh which i will say shame on the justice league for not having at least a couple people you know in the watchtower to watch over it at all times yeah at the same time too like if you watch the animated series they have normal people that work on the watchtower to like clean it and do stuff like that so it's very interesting but yeah, anyways, Dr. Light joins, uh, goes up there, uh, and Sue's the only one there, and... This is... What happened? Yeah, this is the trigger warning right here. If you're somebody that has dealt with sexual assault in any way, you might want to skip a few minutes ahead, and we'll be over this part, but what happens is Dr. Light sees her there, and he basically beats her, and then he takes advantage yes. of her. And, you know, they show this, you know, they, you see the pain in her eyes. You see just that anguish, that just, like, you know, terror. And, obviously, the first one to get there is Barry. Mm-hmm. So, Barry saves her, starts, you know, fighting Dr. Light. Green Lantern gets there. Arrow gets there. They And there's just this huge panel of superheroes beating the shit out of this guy. And, of course, Dibney's there. Like, she's, like, you see her pants are ripped and stuff like that. So, you know the heinous thing has happened. And he's just, like, consoling her. And uh, Dr. Light, if I'm not mistaken, if I jump part, uh, if I jump ahead, uh, he says that he's like, I'm just going to come back like this. You know, I know where you live. I know who you are. I know your identities. Like once I get out, I'm coming back for you. And so this is when the people that showed up there are like, well, we can't allow this to happen. And they take a vote. Zatanna, who is a rookie at this point, she's new to the team. Basically, they're like, can you do anything about this? And they want to, so if I if I'm not if I remember this correctly, they've wiped people's minds before, but with Doctor Light, they want to like change his whole personality. Yeah. So right, what they uh, what they end up doing is uh, she somehow like the I believe the way they can they kind of talk about it is okay. We've done this before in the past, but it's only mm. okay. Well, you know, you saw one of us change into our secret identity. So we're going to change that one, you know, maybe that one hour of your day. Yeah. You know, erase it from your memory. They're wanting to alter his entire memory because of, you know, how sick he is and how disgusting he is to get very, he's very eager to come back and do whatever he wants to either Sue or any other hero. Uh, you know, that he could take advantage of. So they mm-hmm. take a vote. And 
it's all it all comes down to Barry, I believe. You yeah. know, there's two. Yeah, it's I believe uh, Hawkman and Satana Satana and Adam. and Adam are for it. Are for it. Yeah, they're and then for Green it. Arrow, and Green Lantern, uh, Hal Jordan, yeah. Green Lantern, uh, who is yeah. dead, by the way, at this mm-hmm. point, and Canary are against it. And yeah. so Barry is the tiebreaker, and he ends up, uh, of course, voting, voting for, for it. it. Yeah. And they say the reason why is because Iris died, or Iris got hurt, or something. He says that's the reason. It was very close after yeah. that. And that's why he votes for it. Because Wally's like, Barry would never. And they're like, you gotta understand, it was when Iris got attacked or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so yeah, so there's this very interesting thing. And the reason why is, like, some people are like, no way Dr. Light did that. Like, Dr. Light's always been, a, you know, he's been garbage. Like, he's been, uh, like, a D-list villain. Like, we kick his ass every but time. then they realize it's because yeah. of this incident. Like, it, the reason yeah. why he's become such a fool in his villainy is because mm-hmm. he is not at his full capacity of who he once was. Yeah. So, they go to, I don't know what the headquarters are called for. It's like the villain headquarters, yeah, yeah I forget, the Injustice League or the Injustice Society yeah. or something like that. And you do um, get to see yeah. the villains kind of hanging out, I believe. You see a cameo of boomerang you see the dark archer you do see dr light and uh a whole lot of rogues just a whole lot of rogues from Mm -hmm. everybody and they know where this location is so they're gonna go question dr light and see if he was the one that killed sue and this is quite possibly one of my favorite moments in this entire thing uh dr light comes out but with the protection Mm -hmm. of deathstroke and yeah. this is when that huge fight takes place. Uh, mm-hmm. But right before the huge fight, we actually see that they are beginning an autopsy of Sue Dipney yeah. uh, to see, you know, how she like really died. How yeah. she was killed. Yeah. And uh, here it's really cool because I will say the number one reason why I picked up these issues uh, when I did was because my favorite artist, uh, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Michael Turner. Uh, did all of these covers Mm -hmm. and we get so i love this i love issues issue three's cover but uh we get to see this huge fight he is knocking out freaking wally the fastest man alive at the moment and he Mm -hmm. subdues freaking elongated man he subdues zatanna canary and freaking uh green arrow stabs him in the freaking eye and Green Arrow, mm-hmm. I think this is the first time we really see Green Arrow go toe-to-toe with Deathstroke. And yeah. I believe this is the reason for him being blind in one eye. I think. Uh, No, I think he's already wearing an eye patch. Is he already wearing point. the eye patch? Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 he is, definitely. So... Yeah, he's wearing an uh, eye patch. And I think that's why... Arrow does it because he knows it won't kill that's him. That's right. That's right. He's like, he's yeah, yeah that's there. right. That's right. Yeah. And it's really cool because uh, Dr. Light is watching this whole entire thing. And mm-hmm. the image of Deathstroke being tackled by all of these heroes triggers a memory of when he was on the Watchtower. 
And when you look yeah. at the memory, there's somebody there that wasn't there before. Yeah, so when you see the um, post-sexual like sexual assault photo, you see all the people that we mentioned that took a vote. And uh, in this incarnation of the same exact photo, Batman's there. And he wasn't in that photo. So when I saw this, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Because <laughs> I completely forgot that, you know, he got his mind wiped. And I was all like, <gasps> I was like, oh, that's how they did it. And so what happens is uh, Dr. Light, you know, he, he's about to explode. Superman shows up and he's like, what's going on here? And the, the reason why these people are here, uh, like I should say it's like Arrow, Flash and all that, is they, you know, kind of throw some shade at the Trinity and they're like, look, Superman, Batman, and you know, Wonder Woman, they all show up post-cleanup. They're never there. Like, they don't show up afterwards, or they let somebody else do the cleanup. They do the big stuff, and then they leave. And that's, they were kind of throwing shade. And so, they were like, we knew that they weren't going to show up for the Watchtower thing, right? Because they have bigger things. Like, granted, you know, Batman's taking care of all of Gotham. He's like, you know what? Other people can handle it. Superman's taking care of the world, so he's doing whatever. Wonder Woman's probably kicking somebody's ass somewhere, too. And so, like, the big, you know, honestly, they have some, some, they have bigger things to handle. Well, what happens is, uh, you know, just jumping ahead, because there's a lot of dialogue. I highly suggest you guys reading the story if you're into this realism kind of stuff in comics. But jumping ahead, we find out that uh, the reason why Batman was there is because he shows up for the first time when he normally doesn't show up this early. He shows up early to see what happens. And it's right when they're lobotomizing freaking yeah. Dr. Light. And, of course, Bruce, you know, this this is a man that has let Joker kill hundreds of thousands of people in his city. But he still won't kill him. He still won't do anything because he's like, that's wrong. He's not cool with this. Yeah. So, um, I believe he punches the fuck out of Hawkman in that situation. Yes. I think. Um, and we're jumping ahead a few issues, but we're going to kind of just, you know, we're condensing this for you guys. Um, but yeah, that's what no, happened. No, so, so they have... so it's Green Arrow that he punches. No, Green, Green Arrow? Arrow punches the crap out of Hawk. But if I'm not mistaken, that's the way they tell the story. Oh, that's right. And then, but it's and then actually you, Bruce you that learn... did. It. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So we learned that Bruce uh, was actually the one that punched Hawkman. So the way Green Arrow was telling the story was basically Bruce was the one that was against it. Um, and so, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And what Zatanna does, because they have to take a vote on if they need to take away Bruce's memories. Mm -hmm. And they end up deciding to take away 10 minutes of Bruce's memories. So he does not see this. Yeah. And this, like, the moment I read this, I was like, I swear to God, if there's not a continuation of this story, I'm going to be so pissed because I was like, if you take Batman's memories, like, you know, the world's greatest detective, like he's going to know something's off. This is a man that has had his memory wiped and he still has like a hidden Batman code in his brain that makes him come back being a different type of Batman. Like he's insane with the lore and stuff they've done with him. So, uh, yeah, I was very interested to see what happens. Well, uh, that is, like, the big revelation in the yeah. story, right? Like, Batman had his memory wiped along with this whole Dr. Light thing. Um, while a lot of this is going on, um, we see other people get attacked. Like, that's what that's what continues the mystery. So, each there's seven issues in this story. 
Um, over these seven issues, another family member is either about to get attacked or something. Because uh, it's the Adam's ex-wife yes. that gets attacked mm-hmm. next. She's uh, hung from a door. And uh, he's luckily able to get there in time to save her. Yeah. And um, and then in another issue, it's Tim's dad. Yes. yes Tim's dad gets sent a box. And Tim, uh, his father had just found out recently that he was Robin. So he's, like, freaking out and he worries about him or whatever. And he's like, Dad, we got to solve this. This is, like, one of our family members. We got to do this. He's like, all right, go out. Yeah, you be safe. Well, somebody leaves a package for Tim's dad in the house. And it's a gun. And it says, protect yourself. Well, um, there's a side character that's throughout all of these uh, all of these issues called the calculator, yes. and the calculator is basically Oracle for the villains. Uh, he's for yeah. the bad guys. Yeah, for the bad guys, and he will get you any information you need at a price. So, um, uh, him and uh, freaking Boomerang are really friends. Boomerang's another character you see throughout all these issues. He wants to know about his son because he's had a son. And he wants to talk to him and see what's going on. The tabloids say it's with Golden Glider. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out later that apparently that's not the case um, because that son has super yes. speed. So I don't know who he's hooked up with or what where this story went for that particular thing. Um, so, yeah, you see him doing this. But Boomerang, in this iteration of the comic books, which we're going to talk about him in Suicide Squad, very different iterations yes. of these characters. Um, because the one in Suicide Squad is a badass. This one is kind of He's a, joke. a little washed up, uh, but he yeah. very much still kind of wants to be that badass boomerang, but he knows that he's washed yeah. up. Uh, so, mm-hmm. which kind of influences later on him to be like, I can do this. I can still be a rogue, yeah. you know? Because uh, mm-hmm. another big part of this story is uh, Tim's father calls robin and batman while they're on patrol and he's like somebody's in the house somebody's in the house like oh god you know somebody's gonna try to kill me blah blah blah. and it gets really intense like yeah it gets super emotional emotional. like tim's dad starts to like say his goodbyes and like all of these different Mm -hmm. things and robin telling me it's not and robin is like yelling in the phone and I think the most heartbreaking thing is that I th- I'm pretty sure Batman says, we're going to get there. We're going to save him. We're going to save him. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. I don't know if he thinks about... Hold on, let me see. I don't know if he... It's a... Uh, we're talking about it. Uh, just got home, blah, blah, I don't know if Batman thinks, like, we're not going to make it at some point. Because I think that part was like, oh, fuck. Uh, or he's saying... He's like, please, Bruce, please, please help him. And then uh, he's like, just keep my boy safe. Just keep my boy safe. And then Batman's like, not again. He's like, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna make it, Dad. We're gonna make it. Um, and then that's when you hear the door break in. So yeah, it's if you look at Batman's face, he's like, fuck, not this again. Because there was a reference in the previous issues that show Joker shooting Barbara, yeah. which is the killing joke. So Bruce does not want another, you know, Bat family member to go through that again. So um, we see Doctor, we see uh, Boomerang break in. Tim's dad actually gets a shot off, and actually, uh, what we find out later is it's actually the shot actually kills Boomerang, but uh, Boomerang actually got to throw one of his boomerangs, and it hits Tim's yeah. dad, and so Tim's dad dies. So they're both left there just dying at the end of issue five, and you're just like, what? Yeah. Um. So yeah, you had all this crazy heartbreak. Like, but that know, is it's not that is fault, not Tim. the only death uh, that takes place. Uh, yeah. You know, the heroes actually end up. Uh, going after every villain that they think they, you know, 
they can to get more information. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, I believe it's the Justice Society, like, or Justice League of America at this point, where Firestorm. Something Firestorm like that. Yeah. is on a team with Vixen, Shazam, and I forget, I, I forget, I keep forgetting the knight's name. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, but mm -hmm. what ends up happening is that uh, a, a shadow type villain, I can't remember who he is, uh, takes the sword and stabs Firestorm right in the chest, which is almost yeah. kind of, uh, you know, almost like how Captain Adam is. If, you know, one small cut mm -hmm. into an atom it can make it explode and so he yeah. uh he actually flies up into the sky and he tells everybody like make sure to tell the professor's family let like you know i love them and all this stuff and he flies up into the air and he dies so this is starting to yeah. like shit is hitting the fan really quick mm -hmm. at like near the ending issues of this entire story and the really big part of this whole thing is when I'm, I'm, I'm finally getting to the part where freaking Batman and Tim try to save his dad. But, uh, yeah, we also see Lois get a letter mm -hmm. saying, uh, saying, yes. I know who your husband is. You're next. And mm -hmm. the S in husband is like the Superman symbol. Yes. Yeah. All the notes yeah. had that. The one to Robin had the Robin symbol yeah. on it and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was that was pretty insane. I don't remember what happens with Lois, though. I don't think anything happens so to her, right? So, with Lois, I think she is just threatened. Because at the point yeah. where Robin, uh, you know, they have that very emotional scene at his house. Batman, like, embraces him. Uh, and you start to... The actual freaking uh, boomerang... Uh, he mm -hmm. is he dead or is he just yeah he, he died because his his son takes I think he actually died of a heart attack yeah oh, he didn't did he? actually die from like any damages I don't think because uh, when you actually see him or was it a gun I can't remember I, I can't I honestly can't remember at this point but they both the, both of their bodies are just lying oh yeah no he gets shot yeah that's yeah. what I had said yeah, he gets shot, and yeah, boomerang. And mm -hmm. so, nothing happens to Lois. You know, Superman is kind of like, you know, trying to keep her calm and hesitant. And it's more Lois that is, you know, more calm than Superman because of everything that's been going on. And this is when, at this point, this is when uh, Wally and Green Arrow start to have the conversation about Batman. About how yeah. he was the one that was there, and how Zatanna kind of took the reins and, you know, wiped his memory. Yeah. But I think at this point, this is also when Batman figures out that he. Yeah, he so he's he's chasing down uh, clues, and it's gotten to the calculator that the, he knows that the calculator is involved, and he goes there. But the calculator, being just like Oracle is very smart and he leaves a clue behind for batman and he's all like you didn't think we were that dumb did you or he says we're like we're not all that dumb mm -hmm. and so like he actually escapes batman but this is one of my favorite parts here when wally is talking to green arrow he says wally says that's it bruce still has no idea 
And Green Arrow says, believe me, Wally, the man's a detective. He always has an idea. So, like, every you're kind of thinking, like, does he know? And he's just, Batman will keep shit yeah. secret. So he's all like, oh, I'm going to keep a secret, but I'm going to fucking find out everything. And then I'm going to come yeah. down on your ass. So, like, I think now, that's really interesting. I, I, I will Batman, say this. You started mm-hmm. this book because of your read of Catwoman. Catwoman run. Now, you started to see a yeah. little bit of droplets of information coming from a story like this, Identity Crisis. So you've yeah. actually jumped into some other books. Yeah, I started with Catwoman. Then when I saw that, because that doesn't happen in Catwoman until like issues 40, in the 40s or 50s, I think. When it's a new writer, um, Will Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer? Uh, I think Willis Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer, uh-huh. something like that. He's actually actually writing a, a Catwoman story on the 80th anniversary, and so is Ed Brubaker. So I'm really excited nice. for those two stories because they're both really good Catwoman writers or writers in general. But anyways, um, what happens is Catwoman does something, and at the very end of it, Zatanna shows up, and she's like, I need to talk to you because I altered you in a way. Like, did you ever question why you just started doing good things? She was like... It was because of me. And that's when I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this sounds familiar to the story that Clay was telling me. And um, that's when I asked you about it. I was like, oh, what's that story? You said it was Identity Crisis. So the interesting thing about this, and, and I talked to Clay about this for a long time. I feel like comics don't do this anymore, where all of these things are interconnected. So I was reading Catwoman. It got me to read Identity Crisis. And then with the way Identity Crisis finished, I was like, no way. There has to be a continuation of the story. And it continues in just JLA 119. And you see the fallout of Batman and everything else. And that leads into Infinity Crisis. So I was like, dude, this is like so good. Like I literally read three different series in the matter of like two days because I was so into the story. And I don't feel like that happens yeah, anymore. It really, really doesn't. Um, unfortunately, now, whenever it comes to the tie-ins of big events, it's more than likely going to be a big money grab. Uh, take, for mm-hmm. instance, the biggest event within the last two to three years being Metal, the first one. You know, that yeah. was the first appearance of the Batman Who Laughs. Um, we get the first appearance of the Dark Knights. Uh you know, mm-hmm. and those were very much a money grab. Uh, I think still the yeah. very the very first appearance of the Batman Who Laughs is anywhere in the ballpark of thirty five to sixty five dollars still to this day. Mm-hmm. And you know, they because when you read when you read the tie-ins for Metal, they're good stories, but yeah. if you noticed, they were all one shots. Nothing ever pushed into a different series. The only thing Mm. that you can kind of tell was a different series was when Metal opened up to Justice League. This completely, they like left a nugget, that being Batman and his involvement Mm. in this whole fiasco. And they're like, okay, we're going to tell that story in this other book while we still move forward with all of our other plans. You don't see that here today. Like, hardly ever. And I know that Joshua Williamson is trying to do it with Flash. He's just not doing it very well, unfortunately. But I very much would like for something like this to still go on today. Uh, You know, to to place those little nuggets and then say, hey, for those books that aren't necessarily getting a whole lot of sales, let's put an important writer on that that can tell this story 
that we left, you know, kind of open and put it in this book. And, and of course I would want it to make sense for whatever book they decide to put it in there for. But Mm -hmm. you know, it's, I, I very much enjoyed this story. I still need to read JLA for the fallout, but I remember that being like a, Oh shit moment because like you said, Batman is the person that keeps these things on file. Like he Mm -hmm. is somebody who will definitely throw this in your face when, you know, I'm sure when Green Arrow tries to say something, he's like, Hey, remember that time when you mind wiped me? (laughs) Yeah. And I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, dude, I just want to throw that in there. If I ever do get to write Batman, like if there's ever an action, like be like, Oh, we should do this and be like, uh, how about not when last time you had a good idea. I got my wife, bitch. <laughs> like, something like that. Uh, not like that cheesy, you know what I mean? Like, that great. But, so, it, at the end of this, Batman is trying to figure it out, and these two guys are autopsying the body, and they find out that uh, she died before the flamethrower. Mm-hmm. So, they're like, she died before the house got torched, and Batman's all like, how? If we saw no evidence, there was nothing, There's, it's impossible. But then he's like, oh, God. And they're like, yeah, you have to look at it. Like, they, they have, like, super microscopic freaking footage of inside her brain, and there's footsteps. And it it throws you for a loop because at yeah. the very end of that issue, you see that the Adam is getting mm-hmm. very friendly with his ex. And it yeah. kind of, like, the artist did a really good job with, like, almost putting... Uh, Ray Palmer's face like really creepy like and you're like oh shit he's gonna kill his ex-wife he's gonna kill his ex-wife yeah but well I thought it was like he did it to bring them closer together which was the mindset but that wasn't the twist ending so the twist ending of this book very last issue is that conversation keeps going between Palmer and his Mm -hmm. ex it's not just like, boom, he kills her. The conversation keeps going, and you start to see that she has some really freaky thoughts. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, shit. You killed Sue, didn't you? Like, you need mm-hmm. to tell me now. You killed Sue. And she did it. Dude, yeah. she gets, like, super psychotic, dude with how she did it and how she freaking because a couple issues ago she tied herself up and acted as though somebody attacked her this chick is psycho yeah it was nuts um i you know what this isn't for everybody out there but i have dealt with women that have held, had issues so i very related to this about like uh just not knowing what to do in like a very weird situation where you're you don't know if they're all there at the moment um so just reading this i was like holy shit and then she's just all like oh but i did it so we could be together and this and that and just thinking he's like you killed somebody so we could be together like what and so Ray's just like freaking out, and Batman realizes this at the time. He's like, "You gotta find Ray." And um, so we find out that she was talking to Sue at the moment, right? And she comes through the phone, right? I think that's how it goes yeah. down. I think she comes through the phone, and she doesn't know how to use the Adam suit, so she says it's an accident that she killed yeah. Sue. She went through and, the phone. Uh, 
into her ear, went through the canal, and somehow ended up in her brain. And then uh, she said, uh, I shrunk some other weapons just in case. And in the panic, I just, I didn't want to go to jail. And it shows her with the blowtorch. And then she starts to talk about how she uh, tied herself up and and how she tied herself up on the Mm -hmm. door. Yeah. And all of these things. And like, Adam is just like, nope. Nuh-uh, nuh straight to Arkham. Mm-hmm. Straight to Arkham. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And um, it's... And then he goes missing. He, yeah, he goes... He just runs away. Yeah, it goes to the... the what do they call the, it in Marvel? Well, this one uh, is the... Is the microverse in here? I have no idea. I don't know a lot about Adam, but uh, I just assumed, I was like, oh, he went super yes. subatomic, and he's like, nobody can find him. Uh, because it shows him, like, he has a suit on, and he's, like, screaming in the forest, and he just goes super small, and he's, like, a dust yeah. mite. Um, so, yeah, and then we got a montage of everybody kind of just going back to their life. Um, you know, some people are still questioning it. Tim is uh, mourning his father. Uh, nobody can get a hold of him and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, some people quit. Some people are like, I can't do this anymore. And, uh, yeah, you know, Barry Barry and uh, Oliver are still kind of, like, Wally, talking about it. Wally everything. and Oliver. wally my bad wally yeah uh they're talking about it and they're around like the justice league table too like they're the only two talking about it and um yeah it was just very interesting uh he's he's still telling him like you should have never done it and he's like don't judge wally uh but you but you've ruined it don't you understand you ruined it he's like yeah i thought that same thing for years but the league endures uh that it's designed it's designed to do that the league always endures not if you, uh, not if you, and he's like, I'm, I'm not debating Wally, not tonight. So, and then we get this thing of Bruce at the Wayne, like at his family's like freaking memorial or whatever. And he's like putting down oh, roses. this one hurt, And, dude. uh, this huh? part hurt. Yeah. Uh, which part? The one exactly. with, uh, with Batman at his parents' grave. Mm-hmm. And he just like, he puts yeah. down the flowers. He says, mom, dad, take care of Jack Drake. And it's just yeah. like, because he feels responsible. Like, and it's, yeah. it's, of course, it's not his fault. But Batman mm. will always feel responsible for this because he can take it back all the way to, well, if Tim wasn't Robin, you yeah. know? Yeah. And sure. you know that's going through his mind. And yeah. it just like, I was like, oh, God, like, that just sucks for, for yeah. you know, for something that was just involving sue dipney elongated man and now adam and his ex like it turned into this Mm -hmm. big mess this huge mess and even for the villains you know they they are connected as well just as well as the justice league and for them to now know that like when it comes to something as big as this like their heroes Mm -hmm. are willing to do whatever because they kind of like yeah. went down on the villains pretty harshly. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so I'll talk about the Catwoman stuff, but the way that this ends is, um, you know, there's a typical like Justice League meeting, like how are we going to handle things in the future, blah, blah, blah. And Wally's kind of hesitant to talk and Bruce is in the shadows. Like he's just in the shadows and he's like, even Bruce looks uh, happy for him because I think they were, they were talking about, um, uh, I think Superman, like Superman has some good news or some shit like that. And then Wally's just kind of there hesitant, and he's like, Flash, uh, 
Flash, can you head that up? And he's like, Flash. Oh, they're talking about yeah. training. And then Flash is like, he's like, did you hear me? And Bruce is just like, is there a problem, Wally? He's like, nothing. I was. He was like, uh, says, uh, say what you're thinking. Nothing. And Bruce's eyes constantly get madder and madder because it's kind of giving you the idea. Like, I know. I just want See, one of you to say it. Be just like Dr. Light, Bruce has got mm-hmm. to remember sometime. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. And then, of course, he gets a call because Clayface is destroying something. He's like, I got to go. And everybody just leaves. And uh, we see the epilogue that uh, Ralph is still talking to Sue before he goes to bed yeah. and stuff. He's just like, hey, this and that. And that's just kind of how it ends. Um, it's a really great story. Um, again, if you are somebody that gets triggered by this stuff or you are one of those people, which I don't agree with you if you are, that, oh, I don't read this stuff to, I don't, I get away from comics or whatever. You know, you want to, you, you read comics as an escape. But I've always been under the impression that, you know, comics are a social justice thing. They talk about the stories that other people don't want to talk about. So um, I did have this this conversation with Clay uh, at work. I asked him because uh, you said that a lot of people hated the story, right? Because of the subject yes, matter. Yes, there is just as big as, like, everybody was super mad at what Tom King did with Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. With the PTSD of Wally you know, accidentally killing all those heroes. Spoiler alert. Um, A lot of people didn't like the way they handled this uh, in the sense Mm -hmm. of, oh, well, heroes wouldn't do that. Oh, well, you know, this is a, you know, this is part of a family member of a hero. She knows the difference between bad and good. And if Mm -hmm. you notice, this is exactly what Wally did. You know, he yeah. accidentally did it. She accidentally did it. And so she tried to clean, he, she tried to clean up the crime and tried to make it look like it was a villain. And the same thing mm-hmm. went for Wally. This is very yeah. much in the same tones of these smaller things, but it tells a big deal about things like PTSD with Wally and like mm-hmm. the depression of, of uh, Palmer's ex-wife. You know, it's just, yeah. It, things happen and because of those mm-hmm. things that happen not everybody's going to be in their right mind to be like oh let me just call my husband and say hey i accidentally killed elong mate elongated man's wife so uh yeah. let's uh let's clean this up and let's say sorry you know it it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a story yeah. if that's what happened you know yeah and in human nature people panic yeah you know people panic she doesn't have superpowers so She's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, you know, you see it in the news all the time. There are people that, you know, maybe accidentally run somebody over, but they're scared for their life and they take off. And then they just hide for the rest of their life. And somebody doesn't know who killed a family member or yep. something like that. So, you know, it's it's human nature. And I think that's why I like reading these stories. Now, just kind of the way you made that analogy between Wally and Sue – or not Sue. Um, I, don't, I forget Ralph's yeah. wife's name. But um, her – uh, not Ralph, uh, freaking Adam's uh, wife. Uh, but anyways, it would have been very interesting had Tom King had just a snippet of Identity Crisis and Wally, since he was in the story, realized that something Sue did, so he did it too to try to cover his tracks because he would have had a memory of he it. He would have because he is very much the – because he is pre-52 Wally. Yeah. Um, I don't know if – it would have gone down exactly like that because he is somebody who mm-hmm. like 
he is very much what people think of as the heart of DC. Uh, And that's why a lot of people were angry at this whole Heroes in Crisis Mm -hmm. thing. That, oh, you know, he is supposed to be, you know, the heart of Rebirth. He was supposed to bring happiness and fun back to the DC universe. All those different things. And it's even the biggest heroes, that being Batman, Mm -hmm. Superman, Wonder Woman, you see in these stories, they're not always doing the right thing. They make mistakes. Yeah, because one thing we didn't cover about is Superman knew this whole time. He hears everything. So he he heard this, but he didn't say anything. Yeah. And he let it go. He was like, you're going to deal with this on your own, though. Like, if Batman comes after you, you're yeah. fucked. Like, I'm not going to help you. And so that's one thing that pointed, because they showed this one clip of when they're, like, talking about it in secret. Like, why would you even fucking talk about anything around yeah. Superman? Because he's going to hear it. And uh, even, you know, Green Arrow makes a point of it. He's like, he heard. He's just didn't say yeah. anything. Um, but, yeah, anyways. So, uh, it, it was a crazy story. And I know a lot of people don't like the subject matter. I find it very interesting that there are things in comics that people say should never be done or whatever. I'm, I'm not somebody that agrees with that because I think all stories should be told, whether they're good or bad. You know, you don't have to read them. Like, that's the yeah. choice you have. But I don't think anything should ever be off limits. Um, I thought this was a great story because it was very emotional. It was very heart like wrenching, and it's life. I mean, it happens. Just to think that nothing bad would ever happen to heroes' families is just kind of ignorant, in my opinion. Like you know, especially a hero that's their life is on display. Like, because if anything, she could have just been going to the store, and this could have happened. She could have been walking down an alley. Like, they even made it even harder. Like, she was in her house. Like, that was intriguing about this. Like, it was a fucking mystery. And then to find out that it was somebody... Because, again, through statistics, people that usually get murdered are murdered by people they know. So, that kind of plays into reality. You know what I mean? It wasn't a villain. It was somebody that was close to her. And um, so, yeah, I thought it was a very intriguing story. And then, like I said, going to Catwoman, what happens with Catwoman is Catwoman wasn't a part of this story. But it's revealed that when Zatanna was a rookie, and this goes to the JLA story, is that the they were called the, I think, Secret Society? I think yes. is what they were called. I'm not too sure. And it was like um, that wizard with the mustache and uh, Catwoman and all these yeah, other people. Uh, uh, I, f- I forget all the characters. But it's a superhero yeah. team. A villain. Super villain team. Well, what happens that you realize in JLA and Catwoman when you read them is they all found out all of the secret identities to the heroes. And so they were like, we're going to come after all of your families. We're going to come after you. And so they captured all of them and they decided we got to mind wipe these guys. And they mind wipe all of their names out of it. And that's what you see happen with Zatanna. And so Catwoman ends up uh finding that out and she's questioning it she's like who am i and she goes to bruce and she's all like what happened here or whatever she's like how did you allow this to happen like who are your friends blah blah blah. and batman's like i'm sorry i don't i don't know what's going on and he Catwoman ends up leaving the Batcave, and he ends up calling the justice league or ends up calling zatanna or somebody he's like what the fuck did you do to catwoman and so that's kind of the start of where you see what's happening and um it's very interesting that goes on catwoman ends up going on and fighting this guy called um uh the film freak or something like that and he's just like this guy that's obsessed with films or whatever and this other guy called the angle 
and they're like devising this plan to kill Catwoman and do all this crazy stuff. Well, they find out where she lives and her new identity, and they go to go kill her and Helena, who is not Bruce Wayne's <laughs> daughter. It is some other fucking rando. Um, but anyways, they find out where he lives, and they're like, we're just going to come back. We're going to come back, and we're going to do this again. So Selena ends up calling Zatanna, and she's like, hey, you owe me, and I need you to do this again. So Zatanna's like, I don't do that anymore. She's like, you did it to imagine, me. You're imagine going to do this again. Zatanna. Like, this yeah. is going to, like, this whole situation with Catwoman, it's now her third time having mm-hmm. to do this. Oh, but that's not the end of the story, though. So she has to find this, like, she, apparently the way she does it is she has to find that memory or she has to find the connections to the memory okay. to be able to do it. So she had to, like, talk to these guys for a long time. It said it took them, like, eight hours or 12 hours or something like that to do it to Catwoman. That's why she was up in the tower when they were, like, wiping her mind. So they wiped all their minds, and they replaced it with other stuff or whatever. But anyways, she, uh, like, she ends up doing it to these two guys. Well, she tells Catwoman, she's all, like, also make them confess to something, and they're going to go turn themselves in. Well, one guy goes and he turns himself in. He luckily had like escaped the police, so they already had him on record. Film Freak was just some like cult following guy that everybody's like, oh, Film Freak. And so he ends up, Zatanna kind of creates him because he, she's all like, go confess for your crimes or whatever. Well, he hadn't committed anything. So he, so he goes and he murders someone. Oh somebody. my God, Zatanna. Yeah. And so, like, he goes and he starts becoming this crazy character. And that's what's, like, happening. So it's really insane. So ends up, like, uh, I think he ends up... I think he ends up getting caught. I don't know if he... Did he die? I don't remember. It's been a while. A few days. (laughs) But anyways, as the story ends there. But it also... I think he might get his mind wiped again. Because after everything, Zatanna catches all them again. Or no, 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 no. It's after the JLL thing, right? So... They Batman finds out he knows about it in the JLA story. So if you want to see the continuation, go read those JLL stories. The reason why all the secret society remembers again is because, um, oh, fuck, Despero, Despero, he gives them all their memories back Uh... and he's going after John and stuff. So like he's the villain in this arc and they all like he ends up taking over Batman and he ends up taking over Aquaman and stuff to like be his disciples to fight the justice league so like there's this big battle and at the end of the story like batman knows that you know they might like erase his mind and they're like you had no right to do that and blah blah blah. and like you know him and you know green arrow are yelling at each other all this shit and basically at the end of that story the justice league disbands like everybody's like i can't do this anymore and like we're done we're done i'm going my own way i'm going on this uh hawkman is it hawkman or green arrow one of them calls out batman though he was all like oh you're one to talk when you have freaking you know strategies to beat all of us or to yeah. kill us and batman's all like yeah right now it makes so much sense to be able to have these things because of what <laughs> y'all are doing and i'm just like oh shit like it's so gangster oh man and like it, he makes his point you know what i mean so like you're seeing this story of these characters disbanding and even superman he's like i need to take some time away too john and everybody's like well what are we well, gonna that, do and that like, leads says, into a series called like, Infinite the World, that leads into a series called 52 oh. it's a 52 oh, okay. week series of a world without the trinity and yeah. that yeah because wonder woman has killed maxwell yep. lord at this time and yeah. that is where at the end of 52 is the start 
of Infinite Crisis. Yes. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I recommend if you want, like, that's really cool because at that moment, you can read two crises almost mm-hmm. like very linear. Like, it connects so mm-hmm. well learning it into that. Yeah. So, that's what I w- would recommend if you guys are wanting to learn a little bit more about the history of DC in a very dramatic way uh, Identity yeah. Crisis. And then the connecting JLA that jumps into 52, mm-hmm. which is where Batwoman makes her very first appearance. And nice. uh, Renee Montoya question also makes her first appearance there. Mm-hmm. And then Infinite Crisis where uh, Blue Beetle, uh, Jaime Reyes, makes his first appearance. Uh, which we will be talking about Blue Beetle here. Yes, in a we will. Bit. Very much so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's going to ra- we're going to round that out, guys, because we're, we're this podcast is already getting lengthy. But um, Identity Crisis is a great series. I highly suggest if you're not somebody that cares about the source material or what's in it, uh, I highly suggest it. It's a good story. And if you want to read the Catwoman, the JLAs, and everything else that we talked about, yeah, I mean, that the old stuff is really good. Don't think you have to read the modern stuff. The old stuff is fantastic. There's a reason why it's been around for 80-plus years or whatever um, because it's just solid freaking writing. Uh, but anyways... We're going to jump into the modern-day stuff. Since we just mentioned Blue Beetle, let's just go ahead and talk about Suicide Squad. Because this was insane. Do you want to go ahead and uh, lead this off? Because the last time we talked about this story, uh, Boomerang was being chased down by the Suicide Squad. They were about to catch him, and he had just set off a bomb. he set off a bomb, which then uh, kind of exploded Jog, who is the, the new... I forgot what Tom Taylor called them something. The uh, mm. revolutionaries, or he he has he yeah, has like, like an that. official name for them now. But uh, so what ends up happening is we open up to uh, freaking Jog getting basically blown to bits, and he's talking about how his life is flashing before his eyes. And you see him as a baby, you see him as a kid, you see him as a teenager, and then you see him with this interaction. And basically, all these new Suicide Squad members are able to take him down. And, uh, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, freaking thunder over here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard that. But, uh, so everybody now thinks that Jog is dead. They're about to kill freaking Boomerang at this point. Osita is about to mm-hmm. use her own or his own boomerang, and he's like, you are the reason why I hurt. Because if you remember, he was the reason why she is missing it. An arm, and her Mm -hmm. wife being dead. But, lo and behold, Jog is alive. He stops her, which I called a little bit of bullshit on, because that was a huge-ass explosion. Cars looked like they were about to fall on him, and all sorts of shit. But she's like, fine, okay, you're okay. She hands him the boomerang and then crushes his hand inside the boomerang makes some blood yeah and this gets to a conversation well before that before that harley says i'll kill you like if you kill boomerang and she shoots a a warning shot she's like i'll kill you because she's og suicide squad with boomerang so they so they do have a bond they definitely do have a bond and so they meet up with Locke at you know the facility and of course, Locke is being mm-hmm. a little bitch, having Zebra Man's force field around him. And 
Yeah. You know, Locke tells Deadshot. He's like, all right, kill Boomerang. He was too much trouble for everybody. Go ahead and kill him. And Deadshot's like, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, that. that is not what we signed up for. This is not what we yeah. do. You know, just... And he said we could have yeah, done that like, over why, there. Why would you like, have us, you know, go through all of this just to want to shoot him? We could we could have killed him, you know, back then. And he's like, well, you're either going to shoot him or I'm going to blow everybody's head up until somebody decides to shoot him. And so, yeah. you know, he's counting down three, two, one. And then finally, uh, freaking, uh, he shoots... And it's not at Boomerang. It's actually at Zebra Man, who then lets down the force field. And this is my favorite freaking part. Uh, freaking <laughs> Deadshot shoots yeah. Locke in the head. You see his head explode, but not entirely because it has the uh, Authority uh, Comics Code banner over his head. You know, kind of like a censored explicit mm-hmm. thing, which I thought was hilarious. And Osita's like, we're improvising. <laughs> and, and Harley's like, yeah. oh, snap! She's super excited about this yeah. whole thing. Everybody's freaking fighting. And it is up to Jog to get all of the detonators for everybody's bombs. And yeah. it goes back to his monologue again. And he's talking about how, mm-hmm. oh, that you can see your life flash before your eyes before you're dead. And his... His clicker, his detonator gets clicked. And so he, mm-hmm. I told Juice at this point, I feel like he probably felt it in super speed that his bomb was mm-hmm. about to go off. So he went to Osita and said his goodbye, said his thank yous, whatever. And they are like gripping hands in a, in like a, like a freaking handshake and his head freaking explodes. Mm-hmm. Osita's pissed and she is talking to the goo- the dude who actually clicked the detonator. And he's like, you're going to tell us who you work for. He's like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. Well, he gets, uh, she gets the guy who can, you know, make people feel the different, uh, uh, the seven deadly sins or the six sins because yeah. he thinks lust is icky. Uh, yeah. Uh, he makes him feel fear. And so he's like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. And you see fucking ted cord is the one that mm-hmm. Locke was working for i i immediately read this i read this before juice i read this before mark on my comic book legion podcast i immediately texted both of them and said you need to read suicide squad and mm. at first i was like what the fuck is tom taylor thinking and mm-hmm. ted cord is like yeah, you know, it's me. So what? What are you going to do? Like, I I have a whole bunch of hero friends that can go after you. Who are they going to believe? A whole bunch of degenerate, you know, villains? Or one of their good pals? And it says, uh, next, Suicide Squad on the run in the Flash Annual number three. And in next month's issue, Hunted by the Bat. So we can assume by that title... That Ted Cord is going to ask or in some way manipulate Batman mm-hmm. to try to go after the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so you mentioned uh, a lot of people are probably going to be pissed about this, but you blame I them. I do. I blame every yeah. Blue Beetle fan out there. And this is why. Mm-hmm. So, 
we have seen this multiple times. Not necessarily good guys turn into villains, but we've seen a lot of characters that haven't been used being used in really odd ways, such as Brian Michael Bendis is using Rose and Thorn. A character that is not new is a very old character that was introduced in a Booster Gold series back in the 80s and 90s. Mm. And is now being used very oddly in the Brian Michael Bendis run. Tad Cord. Everybody. Everybody. Acts like they are a big Tad Cord fan. Everybody's like, oh, I love the original Blue Beetle. I love him because he he's basically like best buds with Booster Gold. I would love to see a Blue and Gold movie or an HBO Max series. And they talk all this shit. But never once did they ever buy a Blue Beetle comic. Do you know why? Because Mm -hmm. it was Jaime Reyes. But here's the thing. All of you fans of Blue Beetle, what did they tease in the Rebirth giant size 80-page giant? They teased that Ted Kord was going to be a mentor for Jaime Reyes. And they never got to that story because nobody bought the book. We would have yeah. seen more Ted Cord possibly even suit up and be a hero again, but we never got that because all of you real fans, quote unquote, never bought the series. And so, yep. just like any hero, any character that is available in any comics, whether it be Marvel, DC, or any other huge franchise with Boom or Image or anything, if a writer says, hey, this character, you're not using him at all. At all. Mm. I want to use him for this reason. And because of this reason, people will start to notice. Especially with a writer like Tom Taylor. Yeah. So, and I'll say it again, I blame every would-be Blue Beetle fan for making this happen. I'm okay with it now that I've thought about it that way. At first, I was like, what the fuck yeah. is that? But it took me a day or two to really think about it because my brother i will say i didn't like the writing of blue beetle but i read every blue beetle series Mm -hmm. because one thing that we always like to talk about is jaime reyes is one of the only three heroes that is a latino he is the only representation of a latinx character in dc as of right now there's probably a lot more Mm -hmm. but as far as what is being shown prominently within the last few years well i mean blue beetle isn't even prominent anymore anymore, um which sucks i mean we have at the top of my head we got what's his face from the green lanterns which is he even on a team Uh, right now kyle rayner uh Uh, no yeah right now no so he's not there blue beetle's nowhere right now we have the only one thing i love about outsiders is there is a new latino batman character which i'm like yeah i'll keep reading that um and, and then, then Jessica yeah. Cruz and Justice League, She's Justice the biggest League Odyssey, right which everybody loves her, yeah. but nobody's buying Justice mm-hmm. League Odyssey. So that so yeah. her character can probably probably say goodbye. But I will say, because she is Latinx and because she's a woman, they are prominent. Mm-hmm. Like she has become a new character in the DC Superhero Girls TV show and comic. Yeah. And you know, uh, there's a lot of noise for her. If you Mm-hmm. I think it was DC themselves, DC Universe, did a poll for uh, the greatest uh, Green Lanterns, and mm-hmm. her and Kyle were the top two. 
Yeah. And I don't I don't get it and I think it's I think DC doesn't want to make the mistake that Marvel did although it did for a while seem like they were about to go mm-hmm. that way. But unfortunately, it looks like some of the big dogs from the rumors, we have no confirmation of this. Some of the big dogs were like, uh, this sucks. I will leave if we don't change this. Granted, you can take that in two mm-hmm. ways. Because you could take it, well, why? They don't want progress. They don't want whatever. I don't think, I don't see it like that personally. I think good writers know that you can't just throw something in somebody's face. You have to build them up. Jessica Cruz was built up. They were like, oh, we're going to do Rebirth. Let's introduce introduce these new characters. Which, granted, I think she was there before. Yeah, there she anyway. was introduced but, like right before the Darkseid War in Justice League back in New 52. She was like the another version of Green Lanterns, right? Like They have like a yeah, Cloverleaf yeah, or some uh, shit. It, yeah. it has some... Like They've played off of her again. Anxiety. Yeah, they, they played yeah. that character... Like, cause she was something like that. It's all, I believe mm-hmm. it was also, uh, a character that was in the, uh, crime syndicate on, on earth three. Yeah. Uh, it's the, yeah, it's the yeah, same it thing. Uh, but she was introduced yeah. in the, right before the dark side war. And then she turned back into that character very recently, uh, at the end of yeah. her green lantern run, uh, before she became yeah. a part of the justice league odyssey team. So, you know, mm-hmm. she she became somebody that was like, hey, let's push this. People are loving it. Let's keep her, you know, still in the limelight. And I think they're really wanting her to, you know, keep her alive in comics with Justice League Odyssey. But like I said, not everybody's reading it. And it's a shame. Hopefully she'll be on HBO Hopefully. Max. I, I so hope so. That would I be really great. Do. Yeah. But anyways, so uh, bringing this all back around, that's the reason why we know about Blue Beetle. We know about Ted Cord and all that stuff because we were reading that Blue Beetle. Um, that Blue Beetle actually had Batman in it too, mm-hmm. so if you want to go check it out. Um, but the thing about this is I don't have a problem with it because I have no personal connection to Ted Cord, right? I, I care about Jaime Reyes more than Ted Cord. I, granted, I was very interested, and I'm still interested to see if Tom, Tom King was going to do a Blue, Reader, Blue Beetle Booster Gold uh-huh. series because that's what everybody thought was going to happen. It would be very interesting if that is in the works because he's he's working on something secret that nobody knows yeah. about. And he said he's working on four detective series type detective stories right now. And that's the only one nobody knows. It would be interesting if the two Toms got together somehow and whatever falls out of this Suicide Squad with Ted Cord plays into whatever Tom King's doing. Because then, what if it's like somebody's controlling Ted Cord? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. blah. Like you know what I mean? We just saw it in Identity Crisis, which we just yep. talked about. Like you know what I mean? Like it could be a crazy mystery. Tom King does mystery very well, in my opinion. And um, yeah, I don't know. And if it's like if it's like Booster Gold that's trying to help the smart partner figure out what happened, that would just be good storytelling in my opinion because booster gold is such a dumbass but he's like i'm gonna help you out bro like we got this together bro we're gonna figure could it you out imagine because blue beetle helped you imagine him. booster gold being in that situation twice do you know how many people would be so pissed like yeah. but, oh my god now of- but i don't think i think this would be a redemption story though because blue beetle was there for yeah. him so he's like i gotta be there for you yeah. bro I think that's how it would go down. So, because like they were both in bad spots. Like if if Ted Cord, this looks really bad <laughs> for Ted Cord. So if Blue Beetles and be like, dude, what happened to you? I'm gonna bring you back. I think that's well in that's that cool. sense. Yeah, 
in that sense, yeah. But if he didn't necessarily know why, and Blue Beetle was kind of manipulative, and then mm-hmm. Blue, and then Booster Gold was like, "I'll help you, bud," and then he is more seen as a, an accomplice, and he gets in trouble again. Yeah, like fuck, mm-hmm. dude, that would suck. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it would be kind of the same situation though, where the Justice League is trying to find ted cord for this and blue beetles are like i know you didn't do it man like we're gonna figure this out and then they're just on the run like it's a buddy cop on the run story you know that'd be interesting but yeah suicide squad as always has been phenomenal with tom taylor very interested to see where he's going with deceased and this and then i don't have we got any word on what's going on with superman what is he doing with that with uh who Oh, Tom Taylor? Tom So that picture, he confirmed it was a tease for freaking Deceased. Ah. But he did say, he did say right after that, he's like, oh, that was something for Deceased, but I will say, I still have something more to come. So he's still teasing Mm -hmm. something. He still has something in the works for DC. Everybody's hoping that it's Superman. I am, oh, please. I need... What did I know? I told you something. I said I was like, I said maybe he'll take over one, but Bendis keeps no, or some shit like that. He, uh, I said Bendis needs to you, let go but, of everything. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so uh, this is pushing almost two hours right now. So I think what we'll do is we'll talk about five and six, and we'll push the adventures to next week, uh, just to save some time. Um, so let's see. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into issue number five of Batman. Uh, this is the digital first. If you guys don't know, we've been covering these a lot lately. These come out every single week. We are issues behind, but we're going to finally catch up this week. And we're going to talk about number five, which happened to do with Batman and Clay's favorite Bat family. Yeah. Number, kind of. All right. So uh, this one was interesting. So the basically the story about this one was that there was a lawyer that worked for a lot of the mob people and it turns out that, which it, it kind of blew my mind, but then again, it, I was like, this is Gotham, that they had a lawyer defending all of these mob bosses, and he learned all their secrets, but it turned out he was faking being a lawyer. So now, legally, he has the right to say all the stuff they told him, and the mob yeah. wants him dead. And so, Gordon, Batman, and this other character, this other red-headed cop guy who looks like a dork, in my opinion, <laughs> he's all like, hey... We got to save this guy. And Batman, you know, Gordon's all like, give him to this guy, which is this dorky looking dude. He's like, deliver it to him. I trust him. Like, it'll be good. And Batman's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. So what happens is he gets the lawyer guy and puts him in this bulletproof Kevlar bag. freaking that's body bag. resistant and everything. <laughs> yeah. And what the plan is to put him in this bag and just drive the Batmobile all the way to the GCPD headquarters or whatever. But, of course, it's Gotham City. Everybody, they put a hit out on this lawyer. So everybody and their mom wants this guy dead. And the mob has even hired Harley Quinn. And uh, Batman's all like, we're good, we're good. All these people, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie SWAT, but this reminded me of SWAT so much. That's exactly (laughs) what I thought when I was reading it. (laughs) Because in SWAT, there is this area where this this germ, I don't know if he was German or what, what race he was or ethnicity, but he puts out, he was all like, $10 million for anybody that breaks me out of jail. And so all of these gangs come out of nowhere, and they try to break him out of jail. They're blowing up cop cars with bazookas and machine guns and all this stuff. Well, they're like, they have a secret tunnel that they're taking him under. So, like, it was no problem. Basically, cops got sacrificed, unfortunately, <laughs> in that kind of thing. 
But it was still a crazy scene. It reminded me of the same thing because they try to do this to Batman in the Batmobile. He gets by all of it. He's yeah. like nothing. But Harley, being crazy Harley, has stolen a wrecking ball and she knocks the Batmobile off its wheels. Yeah. And she's all like, of course, I got to pull up the comic, but she's saying some very like Harley cheesy yeah. kind of things, but it just works with her. And um, she tries to pop open the Batmobile and it's on self-destruct. And she's like, oh, crap. <laughs> and so she like jumps out of the way and um, Batman's all like, all right, we got to do this the hard way. So he's jumping with this body bag over his shoulders through just rooftops and stuff. And um, of course, he runs into some he runs into some bad guys that he needs to fight. And uh, they start fighting in this one area, and the body bag is talking. He's like, "What's yeah, he's going like, on?" And, and, he's and you like, kind of see that it's like muffled. He's like, burr, 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 what's yeah. And it's so funny because like Bruce, this was written. I feel like this Bruce was very much written like uh, freaking the Batman animated mm-hmm. series because he was kind of like talking yeah. during the fighting, and it felt like yeah. just the way he kind of had what what's the what's the word uh the the i guess the timing of how he was talking just very much felt yeah. like oh i could very much see like kevin conroy's batman saying stuff like this for sure and he like puts the body bag on a table and then like kicks the table mm-hmm. to hit the dude with the flamethrower and i'm like dude there's a guy in there what the hell and yeah uh he finally gets to this point where he you know fights harley and then, like, is very, I guess, like, he uses this weird Batman device to cut yeah, to make a this hole, hole in the ground. ground and it yeah. is basically a trap for Harley. She falls through and he's like, stay there. I'll deal with you later. Let me deal with this. Yeah. And he... Dr- yeah, I forget what she says. Hold on. Because there were some good lines in here that people would think are kind of cheesy, but I love them. There was this one point when he was when he was kicking the table at the guy. He was all like, oh, got him gift wrap for me. He's like, what do you got for me, Batman? And he throws a grenade. He's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a concussion I grenade. I felt that was that very was awesome. like Batman the Animated <laughs> Series. I've, I very yeah. much felt like some of the dialogue was very uh, Batman Animated Series. But Harley's was great because this is what it says. He's cutting a hole in the ground and you just out of nowhere, it says stop. And she has her mallet and she's about to crush the body <laughs> bag. Time. She's like, have time. <laughs> <laughs> and the body bag's like, huh? And then uh, Batman knocks her out of the way, and she falls. She actually has, uh, which I thought this was cool, a hidden uh, punching bag in her mallet that punches Batman in the back of the head. Yeah, so she misses, uh, but then the the freaking boxing glove comes out and hits hits her. Yeah. Yeah, so Clay has a party going on in the background, if you guys can hear it, because now I can hear it. stupid graduation. I I think it's literally just (laughs) one kid, and there's like thousands Uh of cars just going down our very small road honking and yelling and i'm just like and on top of that it is raining so i'm like jesus christ go home it is raining you don't need this stuff (laughs) although this is i will say let's applaud them for being social distance and you know that's why they're doing it i'm assuming um but uh, anyways back to the comics so if you hear that we apologize we'll try to clean it up in post um but anyways so harley falls through the the floor and she's all like because she's also talking about being a doctor she's all like i'm a doctor like i'm gonna yeah. help you and then uh, she falls through the thing and she's like oh i see you can perform um, perform prefer a more holistic approach and he's like i gotta go we'll finish this later and so i this is i love this kind of harley in other series i just can't i can't stand her yeah. series 
I don't know why because I think Sam it's too Humphreys much. does a really bad job at writing mm-hmm. Harley because he thinks that Harley needs to be cracking a joke every like in between panels and like in between her own sentences and things like he goes over the top with it and i'm just like that's not what a harley book needs to be like a harley book could be like almost like a freak it could be like the animated series and if not that it could be as Mm -hmm. subtle as something like a freaking birds of prey with some jokes in it you know it could Mm -hmm. it could be something as subtle as that and oh my god, these guys are gonna be so. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but the uh, ending but anyways, of this book is so, where my favorite character finally shows up. You know, B- Batman is yeah. like he's finally at the uh, Gotham Central. He's giving it to this person, and mm-hmm. uh, what does he say? He says, uh, "Oh, uh, here's uh, here's your delivery. He's your problem now." And you see this guy. He's like, "Oh man, we're gonna be so rich." That was so easy to pay off so-and-so and and blah, blah, blah. And he starts to unzip the bag thinking that it's this guy, that this lawyer. And Nightwing just comes Mm -hmm. out of nowhere inside the bag and just punches him. And you learn that Bruce didn't – he didn't trust him. And even Gordon says, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. I thought we could trust him. So where is this guy? He's like, oh, he's in a dumpster back in the street. And (laughs) he's left him there. Uh which I thought yeah. was pretty cool, and uh, and that and you know there is a little bit of wisecracking uh, between Nightwing and yeah. Batman at the very end. He's like, you know, I'm I'm all for helping you, Bruce, but uh, you never told me there was mm-hmm. gonna be a flamethrower, like at the very end, and that's how yeah. it finishes. Uh, yeah, I do enjoy these. Uh, this one mm-hmm. wasn't as much as informative as the others had been, yeah. as far as the, it being like, oh, this is for a first time reader. But this one was all mm-hmm. out fun. Which I think was, yeah. you know, also important for some of these books. Because although Batman mm-hmm. is something that's very serious, for me, I have recently been binging uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold, which is very much a kid mm-hmm. show, uh, but it's hilarious, and I very much yeah. enjoyed it. So, although I couldn't stand a Batman book being that all the time, I can understand mm-hmm. it having a, a an issue like this every once in a while. Yeah, no, I think this was really good um, because if you want, if you read more of the stuff nowadays, they're kind of like that. It's a lot more action than it is like detective yes. or whatever. You got to read Detective Comics. Granted, Detective Comics isn't always Detective either, yeah. though. So, you know, you're lucky if they. I wish they would really separate those um, a lot more than they actually do. But these series for Digital First, I've been really enjoying them because they feel like one shots. But that you could be like, oh, yeah, this is in, like, a week of Batman, or this is in, like, just Batman deals with this stuff yeah. all the time. Um, but, yeah, I really enjoyed this issue because it was fun. I loved Harley. I love just, again, I love when Harley's in other series that are not her own, and people actually, like, I love her in Suicide Squad. I think she is great in Suicide Squad. Um, but, yeah, so it was fun to see Harley here. But now the next issue, issue six, has to deal with the Joker. Uh, our second book yes. with the Joker if I'm not mistaken, because we covered issue four. Was it four? Yeah, four had the Joker in it as well. This one was fucking fantastic, in my opinion. As as because... the as the YouTuber, and as yeah. the people that have very much been, you know, living in the evolution of social media, I think we could very much understand this. And it was great. Yeah. 
Yeah, so what happens here, and in today's society, it fits so well. So what happens here is Batman, uh, we, we get a little bit of um, kind of like a little insight to the world of Gotham and kind of American. I think only Americans might relate to this, not a lot of other countries. If you're listening to it out there, you might actually have health care. But uh, in America, we don't have really great health care. And if you want great health care, you're going to pay out the yep. ass for it. Um, but Joker has decided, well, hey, if you can't pay your health care, I'll pay it for you. You just got to make me a cool video and say, I think it's pronounced Bali, Baliushka. Baliushka? It's not Bababushka, which <laughs> it's spelled differently. Because I tried to look up this word to see if it was actually a word. And they tell you in the comics, yeah. I just made it up. Like, yeah. It's not a real word. Because Batman was like, he couldn't, he can't find joker and he's like maybe it's in the word and alfred's like and it's so cool because we always talk about how joker is methodical he is something he is a planner he is just as much of a planner than batman is and so you even see the thought bubbles or the thought narration of joker he's like he's probably looking into that word but little does he know i made it up (laughs) yeah so the great thing is Joker has come on the airwaves and he says, I will pay your bills for you if you do a fun video. And all you got to say is Bali Bushka. And he will only and choose, what is it, 10 people, at five, five people every yeah. week. And he will give them yeah. like $10,000 or something like that. Or I don't know if yeah. it's like $10,000 or... He says he'll yeah, pay your just, bills. Just pay. That's all he says. And he talks about using cryptocurrency, which is also something that is very mm-hmm. much newer in today's age, which I liked as well. Yeah. Yeah, so that was really cool. So what happens is nobody puts any videos the first week. They're like, nah, it's a joker. I don't believe this. But there's also this reverend in the story who plays a bigger part later, and he's all like, nobody should fall for this. I'm trying to raise money. But he's literally just selling muffins and getting, like, nickels mm-hmm. and dimes. And he's like, there goes another muffin. And everybody's like, that ain't going to pay for shit. So the people that are really struggling, the first week, there's 13 videos. And it's just like random. It, it actually happens at a board meeting with Bruce Wayne and other millionaires or billionaires. And this guy comes out of nowhere naked. And he's just with the camera on his head. And he's like, Bollywoodska or whatever. And that's one of the first videos. Then there's a zookeeper that rides a giraffe and lets out only the herbivores, not the freaking uh, yeah. omnivores or whatever. And she says it too. And there's just all these wild videos. <laughs> and Joker's, Joker's like, favorite. oh, and my personal favorite is this yeah. like this chubby dude that is dressed up as Batman. <laughs> and it's so funny because he's like. <laughs> he has an American flag. <laughs> and then he like goes headfirst into submit, like wet submit. And yeah. he's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's great and freaking jokers all like he'll be fine because i'm paying for it (laughs) and so like it's just so great so everybody's like oh my god because it even shows those people that did that stuff getting paid in the cryptocurrency and so like once everybody knows it's real it boosts to twenty three thousand uh videos and so it's just this crazy visual of gotham this like in flames we have one guy in a sombrero just, like, flying a kite. We got a pig with a backpack flying through the air. We got people tying themselves to cars, riding ele- It's just insane artwork of crazy people. And there's one guy. There's an old lady in a jetpack cart. 
that Bat is like beating Bat the Batmobile, <laughs> and she's just like flying through there, and she's saying it. And then there's one guy that dives in front of the Batmobile trying to say it, but Batman doesn't run him over. He's like, just "Oh come me. on, man, hit just hit me. me a little bit." <laughs> so like, it's so crazy and batman's all like batman saves people but he even says it he was like for every one i saved there's like ten thousand yeah. more and it's it's crazy but that's that is gotham though for every one person he saves there's still like five dying and stuff like that like he's always said that throughout his time um but yeah so he's like saving these people and he just can't he can't find it like they're they're at a university with alfred like I said trying to find the word they can't find anything and batman's like there has to be something and well, what ends up happening is Joker comes back and he's talking about some of his favorite ones of the week because he comes back like a YouTuber, kind of like America's Funniest uh-huh. Home Videos. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is the best one. What about this? Like there's a chunky lady that covers herself in hot dogs and runs from hungry yeah. dogs. Like that's one of them. But his pick of the week was that reverend who was trying to raise money for people. He's like, I can't believe I'm ever doing this, but I just got you know stage like he learns that he had stage four cancer and so he's like and i can't do this by myself and then he's like so he says the word and then puts a gun up to his head i'm like oh my god so there is no bang so we don't know if he killed himself i'm assuming he did Um, i don't think that kind of defeats i was gonna say i don't think he did he just wanted to make it dramatic enough to get chosen by joker I think he tried to think of the inside of Joker and be like, oh, what would he think is funny? Oh, somebody who gave yeah. up his life type of thing. For sure. And then this goes to Batman just being like, oh, my God, he needs to make a mistake at some point. But then this is what I love because Batman is the such attention to detail. Where Joker is recording from, there is a fly or a wasp a or something in the background. It's a moth. And in the background, Batman's all magnify, magnify. So his computer is magnifying on this moth, super mega HD cameras <laughs> that he has on his computer. And uh, he finds out what kind of moth this is. And, of course, he's all like, where is the? There's only one place you can get this near Gotham. And we find out that Joker is at a Christmas tree yeah. place. And, of course, it's not Christmas. So, like, he's just kind of chilling there, which it's outside of Gotham, so it makes sense. But the thing I love about this is Batman, of course, punching the shit out of joker and he's all like he's like why i haven't broken any laws i haven't even violated a user <laughs> policy <laughs> so batman and this is where you can get into this moral dilemma and it's what i love about joker is he literally hasn't done anything wrong you can't be responsible for what people yeah. do you know i mean you see like granted mr beast isn't anything like this but mr beast is like i want people to do this and i'll give you ten thousand dollars and be like ah do it (laughs) and you know what i mean he's not having people do crazy shit like that but it's just kind of the same premise but batman's like it doesn't matter we'll hold you under schizophrenic you know observation or whatever um and then he's like then you won't be able to pay people's bills and the crazy thing is joker is like it doesn't even matter he was like these things make so many views they're paying it's monetizing itself that was crazy yeah and it was fantastic because again mr beast gets so many views he makes all that back on those videos that he gives out he's making those back with sponsors or whatever so joker's like it doesn't matter well uh the crazy thing is bruce is like and joker says he was like you know why this is happening i'm doing this because it's your fault because at the start of the comic we find out that batman has been 
he's the the mob bosses and the big you know two faces and everybody always get out he's like all right well i'll go after their goons and he starts going after the goons that can't post bail and that have to stay in jail and they're going to build a bigger gotham penitentiary or whatever but they need the money so they're taking it from the healthcare system so kind of what happens in america a lot of people think that we shouldn't have big freaking jails and like they're not necessary and you know people of color are being prosecuted blah 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 but we can't even pay our fucking health care you know what i mean that's big, big problems in America. So Bruce is like, well, shit, he's right. And that that's the worst thing in life is when somebody you really hate has a good point. <laughs> like, you, you hate it. So Bruce is like that. So he goes back as Bruce Wayne to his millionaire buddies, and he's all like, so they're like, all right, so everybody needs the health care so we can get Gotham back to normal. How about we take it from the college fund? And Bruce is all like, hey, we're all billionaires here. We could pay for this our own selves. And everybody's like, hmm. College Take fun. it from the college yeah. fund. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to use their own money, which, again, if you don't live in America, you probably don't see all this shit. It's the truth. Billionaires don't pay yeah. taxes here. The, billionaires, the billionaires don't pay taxes. billionaires and billionaires, they, they don't – it's it's – they don't, it's what it is. It's the top one yeah. percent doesn't yeah. care about the bottom yeah. ninety nine, and yeah. So it was very interesting, very relatable. And what happens is the Goth- this is my favorite. I, I don't part. know how you feel about this. Yeah, I don't know how you feel about this, but I love newscasts in comics. Yeah. Love them because they always give you extra information that doesn't need to be spelled out or anything like that. It's just like, hey, this is happening, and it's just extra information, yeah. and I love it. So a newscast comes on saying that. Student debt is at an all-time high because the college fund has but, been cut, and guess who comes but back? They do say that uh, the uh, the prisons have have almost been completed, but that yeah. college debt is at its all-time high. And then yeah. the uh, the broadcast turns off, and then lo and behold, Joker's there. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> I know who could pay for your college debt." You just have to make a video yeah. saying, and he says the word again, and it's just like, damn, yeah. this is going to keep happening. It's, it's it is so good. And I, yeah. I, I, I was took just that, like, like that part of the, of the ending and I posted it on the comic book mm-hmm. Legion, uh, 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 Twitter. And I was like, yeah. man, I wish there was a Joker right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I tease my wife for this, but, but my, my so... wife is in college. Uh, but I and I tease her all the yeah. time about you know just it's a big thing with money and you know thank God for financial mm-hmm. aid and things like that. But I I joked around with this and I'm like, man, would I really talk to Joker over this? Would I really make a video? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just so insane because like I love when stuff like that because I know a lot of a lot of people say they read comics to get away from that, but. I don't know. Like, I like seeing it that people, superheroes, and all this stuff would deal with the same shit that I yeah. deal with. I feel it's more relatable at that point. Instead of just trying to get away from, like, oh, they fight superheroes. I actually feel more disconnected when they're, like, fighting the big, you know, aliens and all this other crap. I'm like, how do I relate to that? Unless they add something in that story, then I'm like, oh, the loss of a character or this and that, I can relate yeah. to that. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, this was fantastic just because the Joker technically did nothing wrong and batman was just like you motherfucker (laughs) and then he's back he's back to do it again and he's like this is never gonna end and uh 
yeah, it, it's a very interesting story. And I think these are the kind of stories that I think some people would be like, oh, I would love to see what happens next. It's just a repeating cycle. Eventually, I'm pretty sure Batman would do something yeah. different. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I absolutely love this story. The digital first, if you guys are not watching it, you can get those first six issues right now for yeah. six bucks. Yeah. Like, so I will, I, good price. Just to put it into this reference, if you were to buy two new Batman comics right now, it would cost $6 and you only get two. Yeah. You can buy all six for the yeah. exact same price. Yeah. Which is and crazy. you haven't, um, yeah. And you don't need to go read a previous Batman story or continue reading the Batman story. Cause if you go and buy the current books, you're already behind 90 something pages or 90 something yeah. issues. And so you'd be super lost. Uh, but with these, you can just start with these and just read really good Batman stories and start learning about the other characters and then decide, you know, maybe you want to turn that six bucks you spent into a month long subscription to DC comics. We're not sponsored by them, by the way, I do have a DC ambassadorship, but that has nothing to be involved <laughs> with this. Uh, it has just not, I'm just telling you, as a comic book fan, if you are you know hit up for cash, but you want to actually read these kind of things, there are alternatives out there for you that you can actually read for comic sure. books. Um, DC Universe is definitely probably your best option, though, because I've read so many comics. Also, if you do get the DC thing, there's this rewards thing now to where you can get yeah, some cool shit. You, there's, I'm saving up for a statue. I, I am going to save up for a statue first. And then whenever uh, I get like if there's if they keep coming out with like really good statues that I'm just going to be like, crap, I'm mm -hmm. going to have to keep getting these statues. But I told Abby, yeah. you know, I pay for I pay for this service yearly, so I don't pay for it monthly. Mm -hmm. I pay for it yearly. And I told her if I could end up trading my points in for each month, then I can just use the yeah. point system to renew the service over and over because yeah. they do give that option and mm -hmm. we don't know if it's continuous though we don't know if you burn it once if there's the if it's there again oh, that's you know true what I mean? that's true yeah so it would depend on if it's a new one because they said there'll be new rewards all the time but i'm pretty sure they don't have a badrillion of those harley quinn statues yeah. you know what i mean that's why i'm trying to get up there quick i want to get the highest thing there is and then after that yeah, i'll see sure. what's up um, but that Harley Quinn statue looks cool. And there's a Batgirl gold yep. and white statue that looks pretty cool too. Um, so I'm trying to get the hardest stuff. I'm at like 700 plus points. There is a cap per week, so I will let you guys know that. Um, but it's like 200 plus per week yeah. or something like that. Um, but I've gotten all mine from reading Catwoman because I've been freaking – and then all the Identity Crisis, like I got all my points from all of that. And, um, yeah, I've read so many comics, which it's funny because I feel like I've read so many in the last couple of weeks, but it's only like one or two series and there's like a billion series. Yeah, out there, dude, so they have, like, oh, they shit. have so many comics there. And the crazy thing is, yeah. is that they still need to add more to fill in those gaps of the series that are still there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, definitely I would say, and we learned that only several, uh, shows are going to be on HBO max. So they are going to keep some on DC yeah. universe. Guys, if you want to support DC Comics, DC Universe app is the way to go. Uh, they yeah. and if if they get rid of all of the video media on the DC Universe app, I hope that they use that open space to put even more comics in there. That's what I would hope. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, and I think that's where we're gonna call it. I think. Yeah, yeah for sure. You got uh, yeah. Stuff of to course, about. I have my podcast, Fanboy Comics Podcast. Uh, you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. I post uh, shows on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. 
uh, talking about Marvel, DC, and the Shonen Jump app. Uh, talking about classic and new stories all at the same time. And then I have the Comic Book Legion podcast, which usually posts every weekend with my co-host Mark. And you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at FanboyClay. Noise, noise, noise. Of course, you can always check me out on the Juice React channel, which we don't upload daily, but we do upload about like five times a week. So I highly suggest you go ahead and subscribe to that channel. Um, a lot of Apex, a lot of uh, Warhammer 40k recently, but uh, yeah, I upload a whole bunch of different types of things there. Bat from the Box channels, actually, we are uploading sections of the podcast on the Batman News Weekly uh, podcast, or the Bat from the Box channel. So if you want to just see like some of the big points, you can go check that out, or you can always, you know, please continue listening here. But uh, And then, of course, my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash juicefromthebox. We will be streaming later today, which this podcast will be tomorrow, so it doesn't even matter. But we will be streaming on Friday as well, so definitely come check it out. Uh, and hang out. It's always a good time. But uh, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly!